connected to the land with Four Rivers Equipment and John Deere. Well, I'm Fred Eichler, and welcome to the Four Rivers Podcast. We are your working partner, and we mean it. I'm pretty excited because I'm sitting here with Glenn Fritzler and from Fritzler Farm Scream Acres, and he does a corn maze, him and his family. And I had a chance to talk to him, and you've got to hear this story, learn a little bit about a corn maze. But if you're within about a three-state drive, you probably want to come out here and and check it out. Glenn, thanks for sitting down with us today. Yeah, you're very welcome. My pleasure. Oh, I appreciate it. So <laughs> first off, because I want people to look at this right now, if you have a chance, what's your website? Where do, where do people go to check this out? FritzlerFarmPark.com. FritzlerFarmPark.com. And I'll spell that F-R-I-T-Z-L-E-R. FritzlerFarmPark.com. So explain what a corn maze is to people that don't know, or, or I guess what yours is, because yours is pretty unique. Well, it's a, a field of corn where we cut paths through and allow people to come in and navigate the corn maze and see if they can get lost and find the, the end. Um, and when we first started in 2000, we basically was a corn maze and a, a pumpkin patch. But each year we've added some activities and Truthfully, my, my, the part that I recommend uh, and that I enjoy the most is all of our activities outside the corn maze now. You can come and spend all day and uh, not even have to go into the cornfield. But if you like to go in and, and challenge yourself, and uh, by all means, do the corn maze. What percentage of people can get out of the corn maze? Well, we get them all out. Oh, well, I guess that's <laughs> Well done. All right. That's, a, that's fair. But we have what we call corn cops. And we uh, hire these young uh, men, and they go in opposite direction. So they start in the exit, and if they see a, a group of people that look like they're struggling, they'll greet them and see if they want help. But if they don't, you know, they'll go on and find the next group. But uh, talk to me about all the different other other activities because I got to go back to the corn maze because I got to figure out how you cut it and how you do all that. But I'm going to jump around. Let's let's talk about some of the other activities because you guys have a lot going on over yeah. there. I, uh, I, I, let's see if I can remember them. There's roughly 20 different things that you can do. <laughs> Talk um, about a fun park. It is a fun park. And, and, um, you know, we put in a brand new, it's called hoop and holler. It's a competitive, uh, basketball thing, um, where there's three hoops and it's a minute timer and it's competitive. It keeps score. So you and your buddies can go and go up and start challenging each other. And, and we've got a, a church that's got a vertiscope in it that make, gives you uh, vertigo. And then there's a ball zone where you can throw footballs, basketballs, and baseballs. And then we have pedal go-karts and pedal trikes. And then we have the, our paintball adventure, our pumpkin cannon. Wait, wait, wait. Pumpkin cannon. Yeah, we, we, we grow these special four-inch pumpkins. And then they load them into these, these cannons. And... Um, and shoot at targets, and it's it's addicting. What? And you can't stop. Oh, <laughs> that so sounds fun. awesome. It is. It's probably my favorite thing to do. What are you powering the? What, what are you shooting? Compressed air. Compressed air. Yeah, we've got uh, you know the commercial compressors that you see on the yeah. side of the road working on the construction and stuff. How far can you shoot a pumpkin? 
Well, we, and we also have an eight-inch pumpkin. Oh, my God. And uh, that oh. looks like, and that one will go about a quarter mile. What? And uh, the small ones probably are about a quarter. 440 yards? Yeah. <laughs> Holy chowder. Yeah. That sounds like a blast. How yeah. accurate is it? Well, the pumpkins, because they're not like a softball or a baseball. Right. And so the, they'll curve on you. So you can aim at the exact same spot and never hit it. Because it's going to curve a little yeah. bit or do mm-hmm. something crazy. Yeah. That sounds like a blast. Yeah. Literally. Huh. It is. <laughs> I would, what's, okay, so pu- pumpkin cannons basketball hoops you got giant slide that in a in a pillow jump that's one of our popular things it's a it's a piece of plastic tucked in the ground and you fill air underneath it and then it looks like a giant pillow and then you can jump on it that and, sounds awesome then we got a barrel train wait 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 what what's we, a barrel train we took uh, 55 gallon barrels plastic barrels and laid them on their side and cut a ring around them so the kids and adults can get them and there's a seat and, and we hook up 25 long and then we drive them over these little hills and the kids put their hands up they think they're at the liches it's, <laughs> it's it, the screams and the laughs are endless you're 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 Basically, just causing fun all over. <laughs> We're trying to. And yeah. what else? What else do you have? What are some uh, of the other ones? One of the world-class. We had a huge, um, believe it or not, we've gotten complaints about our pumpkin patch. And I, I like, how, how kids can complain about this pumpkin patch? It's just absolutely extraordinary. Well, some women like to go to pumpkin patches that they're already cut and they're in a pile or well, our pumpkin patch is a true pumpkin patch you have to go out and pick your own and pumpkin. pick your own pumpkin and we've got 15 acres of the most gorgeous pumpkins you've ever seen that's and awesome people can go out there and get their pumpkin for halloween yep yep nice yeah what else I, this is this is sounding pretty cool uh we've got cornhole and a and a washer game uh probably the only well we were originally the only place that sold alcohol but we have two beer gardens now the first one was so popular we 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 uh just started a second one this year so we have two beer gardens so i probably shouldn't go to the beer garden before i attempt the corn maze (laughs) i don't know (laughs) and a photo opportunity one of the if you uh, we we set up a, a model a uh, for Christmas, and so people can come out and actually take their Christmas photos out at the corn maze, and it's warm. And we have this pumpkin building. It's a nice sized cottage, but the walls are just two by sixes going uh, horizontal, and then we place pumpkins on them. And so the whole walls, everything is it's just pumpkins. Pumpkin wall, uh-huh. a pumpkin house almost. Yeah. That sounds neat. It's really cool. It gets a lot of pictures taken. So, yeah. And then the, probably the most important thing or the most popular thing is our nighttime. We have Scream Makers. And that's a haunted trail. And um, people come out from everywhere for that. And the reviews this year have been, it's not the best that we've ever had. It's not the best that they've ever been, not the best corn maze they've ever had. But it's the best haunted house Denver, whatever that they've ever been to. No way. Yeah. All right. So it's good. You guys get serious about it. And I was blown away when I was talking to you about some of the, I mean, you were talking about helicopters and professional pilots and news crews. And tell me, if you don't mind sharing it, some of the people that have come out and interviewed you or some of the places that you're 
maze or your fun park where it's been seen? Well, probably the most prominent one, um, it was the anniversary of 9-11, and we did a, a, a beautiful waving flag with a sprawling bald eagle. And um, we normally have our media day several days before we open, and, and we did this year, and, and it ended up on front pages of the Denver Post um, and the Greeley Tribune and all, all across the front range. But I got a call on Sunday from an outfit called Getty, and they wanted permission to f- take a picture of it, and I said for sure. Well, I didn't know what Getty, who Getty was, but they they sell photographs, and they sold this photograph to the New York Times. No way. Yeah, and uh, so and I didn't know this. So I had no idea, and um, I'm at the farmers market selling some sweet corn, and I get this phone call, and it was the Today Show. And they said, hey, we seen your photo in the New York Times this morning, and we'd like to send a crew out. And um, I said, you know, what did you say? I said, come on out. Um, but this was the third year now, and we have realized how much enjoyment we were bringing to folks. And, you know, I just met a, um, a family actually Saturday. Um, and they were had their little daughter there, and they both shared that they had been coming when they were like in college and now they're married and got children. And, and so it's, it's just very meaningful. Um, it really makes you, um, humble knowing, uh, how, what, what, what an impact, how, yeah, what an impact you've done. Yeah. Yeah. You're touching people all over the place. How long have you guys been doing it now? And, 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 and tell a little bit about the story about how you got involved. So I guess first question is, how long have you guys been doing it? It started with the corn maze, right? started with a corn maze and a pumpkin patch in year 2020. Okay. Or 20, 2000. Just just straight 2000. Okay, got it. So it started in 2000. Yep. So it's been over 20 years now. Yes. You guys have been doing this. This is 22, yep. So then it graduated, I guess, to all the other, you know, you started to add different activities. Is that how it kind of grew to what it is today? Yeah, so what to give you a little background, we had to get a permit from the county, and part of that uh, stipulation was is we'd have the South Fire Department come out, which is a volunteer fire department. So they come out the first year, and there was a lot of farmers on the farm on the and on the d- department, and nobody knew what a corn maze was, including me. So there's a lot <laughs> of questions, and a lot of people growing corn and pivots and walking through corn. And they said, what would anybody pay to walk through a cornfield? And I was kind of wondering that too. <laughs> and we opened up and we had great success the first year. The media was, was very kind to us on the front page of the, um, uh, Rocky mountain news and, uh, Dan drew from Denver. We had almost, I think we had every TV station out that year. Wow. And, um, the first year, the first year. And so then the second year, the fire department comes out and the farmers are kind of talking, well, you know, one year I can see people coming up, but why would anybody ever come out to a corn maze again? again? And that stuck with me. I was like, you know, that's, that's true. Why would they? And so I committed at that very second that I would add something every year and give them a reason to come out. That's why you have all the different activities. And that's why we have every, all the different activities. We continue increasing and adding activities every year. And so people have learned that. The first question they normally ask me is, what the design? 
And then the second question is, what's new? So, I, God, I have so many questions. So, let's go back to when you first started. What? How did the corn maze come about? So, you're a farmer, obviously a good farmer. You were raising all kinds of stuff. You said onions and carrots and corn and, you know, pumpkins. What? How did the corn maze come about? Well, it came out about uh, out of need, out of necessity. Um, I have a, a cousin that's a large farmer in, in Ray, Colorado, Eastern Colorado, and he was visiting his sister in Arizona, and she asked his, him to go to a corn maze with him or with her. And uh, he said, absolutely not. I walk through corn mazes or corn <laughs> mazes all the time. I don't want to walk no corn maze. Well, she won, and they they went to the corn maze, and he had a ball. And this was in Arizona? This was in Arizona, like in 1998 or something like that. Is that the first one he'd ever seen? Yeah. Okay. And and it was brand new. I was brand new to the Western uh, uh, United States. And he he literally got landed at, at Denver and was on the phone with me and says, Glenn, you have to do this. And I kind of blew him off uh, the first year. And then we had a pretty bad year that year. And so I was calling him up. and a bad, I says, bad year farming. Yeah, bad okay, year yep. farming. Yes, sir. And I said, "What? Uh, what was that idea you had about <laughs> raising, or uh, raising some money in corn mazes?" And and uh, he said, "Corn mazes." And he says, "I've got the guy's uh, information somewhere, and I'll find it and send it to you." And so I called the the owner of the company, and he met with me the next day, and we hit it off and and signed contracts, and we were up and running in two thousand. Now, how many corn mazes are there in the country? Oh. Like, do you have any idea? I don't even know. Probably thousands. Really? There's there's hundreds just in our group. So in the East Coast, if you look at a map, you can go to... Um, Is it like a franchise? Well, it's... They help you. So instead of you just, just throwing you out there and you're trying to figure out everything, they've been, they have done three or four or five years of Cormies, and they had figured out you know, what works and doesn't work and they, how to talk to the media. So they sold you a little program says here, this will help you get started successfully. Nice. And, and we have a conference every year. We go to a different location and tour, get on. There's probably eight Greyhound buses full that, that, uh, from the corn maze conference that goes to these different farmers and tourism gets new ideas. So, but it started out, as a way to supplement income for the farm. Correct. Right? Yes. So then it kind of went crazy. Now, for people listening, and for me because I'm curious, what, could you give me a rough estimate how many people you took through that first year, just a rough estimate how many people go through it now? Yeah. We're, we were we were very, very fortunate. The first year we, we did almost, well, we did over 20,000 people the very oh, first year. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. 20,000 people went through yeah. the corn maze. And now, like, we're just prob- a rough guess, is it? Something around 50. Gah! Yeah. And, that's, and it's open from when to when? Because um, you got to have corn. Yeah, you got to have <laughs> corn. So we're open usually two weekends in October, or in September. Yes, sir. And then through Halloween. So we're generally open seven. So in two months, you're taking almost 40,000 people through there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Holy smokes, that's incredible. Yeah. That sounds so much fun. It is a lot of fun. It's a lot of work, a tremendous amount of work, but it, the rewards are are worth it. So how do you cut, a, like, when I'm in a tractor, 
how do you cut a corn maze? I mean, how do you, uh, and you were talking about different designs. How the heck do you do that? A lot of the first thing people think we're using GPS. There's no electronics involved whatsoever. You're kidding me. You're, I, I automatically assumed you guys were using GPS systems on the John Deere's and rolling them through that way. No. Uh, so we play, uh, some of this is a little bit, um, we, we've signed some non-disclosure agreements, but oh, I can okay. tell Sorry. you some I, of it. But we cross-plant, so we plant in a grid. Oh, so you plant intentionally. So when you plant the corn, it's with the idea that it's going to be a corn maze ahead of time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, so it starts with the planting. And it's an opposite of a painter. A painter starts with a blank screen and adds paint and makes his. We start with a full screen, and we eliminate corn to make the design. Good analogy. That's awesome. So, holy smokes. Now, how did – that's still – okay, it's fascinating. So, I'm going to have to learn – I'm going to have to learn about corn mazes, and I want to come out. I'm going to bring my family and go check this out because this sounds pretty incredible. And Jesse, who's helping me run the podcast, is nodding her head, so I think we're going to be – there's going to be a big group there. So, what's – What's fun to me is when we were talking before the podcast started, your son's involved too, right? How many of your family members, uh, you know, work in the business? Well, uh, I start with my wife, Pam, and then my son, Trevor, and his wife, Bree, and then uh, my stepson, JD, and his girlfriend, uh, Shelby, and then we've got our, our my, our daughter Alicia and my daughter Amanda has done some in the past, but she's in Denver now and doesn't do as much. Um, my sister wow. has, has in the past, uh, mom and dad were very involved. Uh, probably their greatest pleasure was coming out and, and just watching the folks while they were still alive and watching people have fun. Just watching the people have fun. Yeah. It was awesome. That's pretty incredible. So you grow it to be a corn maze. You've added a whole bunch of different things. That's a pretty, it's incredible to be, do you do it? Do you do more than just Halloween? I mean, do you do, you do it any other time of the year? You know, like, you know, all those events, do you keep those going at all or no? We found people, we, we could give the tickets away for free and people still won't come out in September. Ah, okay. This is strictly an October event. Okay. And we've tried to go into November and sometimes we'll have those beautiful November days. Nobody. Interesting. So it's a very seasonal thing. It's a seasonal October, you know, and I, we can't quite explain it, but, uh, so we, we've stopped trying and we realized, you know, this is our season this and you is stick our with season that. and then we stick with, you know, you know, it could go into Christmas trees or something like that. But by the end, by the end of the season, we're like, mm, that was enough. <laughs> this is uh, to me, it's an entrepreneur success story though. And that, that, you know, really, you know, from a bad couple bad years farming to coming up with a way to, to keep the farm, you know what I mean? And not exactly. lose it. What do you guys do with the farm? The rest of the year then. So you've got, you know, you've got a farm. You're only really operating it, you know, as far as the, you know, the Scream Acres goes for a month. What do you guys do with the farm the rest of the year? Well, the pumpkins and the corn maize, I mean, they take, you know, they're planted normal time. So, you know, we're farming the pumpkins and in the, in the uh, corn maize all year. But I've rented or at least the, uh, the majority of the farm out to a, a, a local farmer. Okay, so you're so it's still the farm's still getting it's still getting work. Yes, still yes. get the ground's still getting work. People are still putting it in there. Yep. Now and we harvest the corn after the corn mazes. Oh, for silage uh, and stuff uh, like well, that. Well, uh, for grain. What do you guys? Oh, okay. Yeah. Great. 
what do you guys, when do you start putting it together? It's all, it's a 12 month process. So for the event right like now, we're actually thinking about next year already. <laughs> and, and you're still, <laughs> why we're still in it, trying to, you know, figure out things. And so it's, you know, we, we plant a little bit later than a normal, but we're constantly doing something uh, maze related, trying to get new ideas, figuring out what we're going to do and, and just um, make it the best experience possible. Now, tell me your website again, and are there pictures of the different maze designs on there? Uh, at Fritzler Farm Park, there are some of my favorite pictures, if not all of them on there, but there are a few. Nice. How do you come up with the designs? Um, the first few years, I just like, you know, what's popular in Colorado? So if I had asked you that question, what would you say? Heck, I don't know. I, I, What's the most popular thing in Colorado? If people are skiing, all, I don't well, know. Well, close. I, uh, Denver Broncos. <laughs> oh, Denver Broncos. I got you. Okay. And so we we did the Denver Bronco logo the first year. Oh, I'm looking at a picture right now on your page. How do you get it that detailed? So this is why you need to check out the website. I'm looking at the Denver Bronco logo. I'm looking at... Uh, a military emblem. Look at that. Thanks for your sacrifice. First of farm, thanks for your sacrifice. This is unreal. And this year we're we're doing a tribute to Tunnel to Towers. There's a picture of your mom and dad. That's my favorite one. That's that one will get me choked up. <laughs> the, the detail. So here's an example. This is why you got to look at the website. You can see is I can see what his mom and his dad look like. I can see them wearing glasses, the different style glasses, and that's all in corn. And you can clearly read the words. The military logo is incredible. There's the one with an eagle. It says, God bless America. I had no idea you could do that with corn. Yeah. Yeah. And we kind of revolutionized that. I think uh, most getting into it back in 2000, a lot of folks were just doing crop circles and and different types of things that didn't really look like a picture. But I don't know, for some reason when I did it, uh, I decided to do that Bronco logo and we got such uh, <laughs> incredible response from that, from the media that we just kept trying to come up with things. And you had asked where we get our ideas. Uh, we just try like um, see what's like last year we were going to do the tunnel to tower and it was only a 19-year anniversary. But then with COVID, we thought, let's do something COVID-related. And so we took a world, and then we we did some the hands and, and kind of made, uh, and I think that's the one that says that's thanks beautiful. for your that's sacrifice. That's the one I'm, I'm looking at right now with the hands yeah. holding the world. And, and, the, and the thanks for sacrifice went out to everybody. I mean, you know, there's people that say, hey, you know, the nurses and which they did and the doctors and all this. But what about the grocery store that that and 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 the people that got laid off, they sacrificed and, um, you know, the, the businesses that got closed. And so I think that it wasn't in, uh, inclusive. It was everybody got had some sort of sacrifice and we're still sacrificing. It's very true. That's incredible, though. When If you look at these pictures on the website, it'll blow you away because the detail, I don't know how you, I know you said there's some stuff you can't tell me, but that's incredible. If you look at it, you'll see exactly what I mean. Now, how many acres is the corn maze? Like, is this a one-acre corn maze, a five-acre? Looking at these pictures, it looks huge. They're about 15. 
15 acres of corn maze. Can you let us know what you're thinking about for next year? I haven't. I haven't. I don't. Ha- you don't my, have the design yet. No. Uh, no ideas uh, yet. And and I wanted that. Uh, we're doing tunnel for tower, and next week we're doing hometown heroes, and a, a large percentage or a proportion of the proceeds are going to go to the tunnel to tower foundation. Are, wow. are, are you so familiar? You, so with you guys that? are deno- donating back. Yeah. So tunnels to tower was was started in two thousand. Uh, this uh, gentleman's brother went up into the towers. He was a firefighter for New York, and he pa- he passed. And his his brother then started this foundation called Tenants the Tower. This the brother that passed away. His name was Stephen Stylers, and he, I think he was off duty that day. And when he found out about that, he went to his his uh, fire station, and they had already left. So he put on all his gear, and I guess there's a tunnel. From the fire station to the the towers, and he ran five miles with full gear, and he got to the towers, and he he went up to help people, and got caught up in it and didn't come out. Wow! And so his brother um, Frank started this foundation, and I I hear him on the radio station that I listen to. So when the police officer got killed in what was it, South Denver, Colorado Springs, uh, at that King Super shooting? Oh, okay. I remember seeing, seeing or hearing about that on the Tunnels news. Tunnels to Tower came in and paid off the mortgage for that widow. Wow. And they, they do incredible things for, uh, they, they if the person comes home from war and he's Banged disabled, up. they put him in a in a smart home give it to them and the smart home's got all these tables that go up and down and ramps and it's just just incredible and you're giving a percentage to them wow so you're doing a bunch of good stuff with it as well besides entertaining people if you were to if you were to break it down and tell me what's your favorite what's your favorite thing about doing it probably i'd have to do two so when i rent we have a barrel train and a lot of our competitors and and folks that have corn mazes, they just they have a lawnmower hooked onto a train and they drive in circles. And we got thinking, you know, we want to do something that's got a little bit more wow factor. And so we put hills in our trails, and the kids scream and yell and faster, faster, and <laughs> they uh, if it's like their first roller coaster ride for many of them. And then the second one is in Scream Makers when you scare somebody. And a grown man drops to his knees, <laughs> begging you to quit, or take my girlfriend, take her, and he takes off running. And so those are two of my favorite things. I love that it's it's about the people for you, though. It's about the people, absolutely. Um, I think I'm about it. You know, for I farmed for twenty years before we did this. And you're out on a tractor now. and By yourself. By yourself. And you don't really, you know, listen to the radio or whatever. But this allows you to interact with people and, and do things like this today. And um, it was something I didn't know was inside me. But I love it. Absolutely love it. You found your calling. Yeah. Glenn, I am tickled you came to talk with us. Looking at the pictures, 
blows me away. I cannot wait. I'm going to bring everybody. I got to go. I have to go check it out because okay. it sounds like a pretty incredible experience. But thank you so much for uh, sitting down and being honest and, you know what I mean, and talking about why you did it and, you know, support farming years and had to come up with something to save the farm. And, you know, now what's great is you get to work with your whole family. Yeah, it's a blessing. It really is. Thanks for coming in and talking to us, Glenn. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you.